Join me in celebrating Women's History Month. On March 27th, I'm hosting a special virtual event, For Her, By Her, presented by Fiverr. We'll be spotlighting and interviewing some of the most successful female business owners and their experiences with Fiverr. In the U.S., women are driving growth, and each year that percentage increases. Women-led startups have more than doubled since 2020, and from 2019 to 2023, women-owned businesses' growth rate outpaced the rate of men's in new businesses' employment and revenue. In this panel discussion, you'll hear from top female business owners who have not only started their own companies, but cater to women through their products and services. Don't miss out. Head to bossproject.com slash RSVP and save your seat for this empowering event created by women for women. It's free to attend. I can't wait to see you there. That's bossproject.com slash RSVP. This message is sponsored and brought to you by Fiverr. I heard the funniest story about your dogs trying to get inside the other day. Oh, well, what's the story? Do I even I know? I heard you put story? in a new door and that they, at least Huey doesn't quite know how to use it yet. Well, it's funny. It's been a couple days now and Huey has fully adopted it. Great. And Esther is scared to shit of the door. <laughs> She's like, what is happening? Long story short, I inherited, which sounds bizarre, but that's the truth. I inherited a dog door made for a slider. Like, and so oh, instead mm-hmm. of like putting a hole in your wall, you like open your slider part of the way and you put in this like glass window. Yeah. It is going to cause some interesting how do we keep the door locked scenarios, but oh, yeah. But nonetheless, (laughs) besides that fact, (laughs) we are enjoying it with the change in weather to give the dogs a bit more freedom. I mean, half the point of having older dogs is that they can kind of just do what they want when they want. Right. And even though we both work from home, like I sometimes feel like They don't go out in the middle of the day like they would like to. Right. And so to me, it was more about making them comfortable than it was about convenience. Although it's definitely... Although now you don't have to get up as much. I do not have to get up as much. (laughs) There is less barking from the other room because they want something outside. (laughs) No, we tried to have a dog door when we had Eddie and he was so terrified. He hated even the sound of like Velcro. And so he was just... Oh, this is magnetized. Yeah, I don't think he wasn't into leash, harness, snaps, Velcro, buckle, nothing. The jingle of his collar made him shit his pants. So does he have, what is that, uh, mesophonia? I don't know what that is. You don't know what mesophonia is? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, my mother-in-law complains about it often. Generally, mesophonia related to like someone who cannot literally stand the sound of someone else chewing. It's like noises that bother you. But it makes Uh. me wonder if your dog had mesophonia where he was just like literally innately like bothered in his bones about certain noises. He definitely could have because it caused an actual like poop reaction. Are you joking about the poop? No, I'm serious. We got him microchipped, but he just had to stop wearing a collar because the even putting it on him, the buckle, and then if the things jingled, I even tried to get those rubber things, but like he would feel them against him and he would just like do one of these. Like his nails would like skid on the... That dog was trauma. next level. Next level anxious. Yeah. Well, it's been pretty cute. So in all seriousness, we put it up 
And I was like, okay, this will help Esther, but I'm not sure Huey will fit through it. (laughs) (laughs) Because Huey has gained so much weight with grandma living with us. And we really, really, really tried to control it, but it's hard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they have this lovely relationship. And even if we try to keep them from each other. Even though she doesn't know who he is at all. No, she doesn't remember. But then she feeds him. And then we'll find things that he won't eat. Like Jared found two giant chunks of banana just straight uh-huh. up on the floor yesterday. Oh, no. And she's like, well, he wouldn't eat it. And she's like, he said, Jared's like, you know this. He doesn't like he bananas. He doesn't like bananas. She's and like, she's, oh, I didn't know that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But she mm-hmm. tried it not once, but twice mm-hmm. and gave it. To, anyway, regardless, I really didn't think you would fit. And I, like, my dog mom heart is like, oh, yay. He fits through the time. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> How are your house projects going, though? They're going well. So we are, for the first time, since 2009. So how many years is that? Many. Many years. We're dog free since yeah. first time since 2009. And it was weird how we became dog free for the second, you know, Eddie passed away in the beginning of 2020. That was traumatic and sad and devastating. He was my first fur baby and it was just really hard. I still feel really bad about how you found out about your second dog being missing. Y'all... <laughs> I feel like I have to tell this story because it is so the timing of everything was, it was just so comical. Ridiculous. Okay, you guys. So we onboarded some new team members. And in order for, you know, our team, we're all virtual. And so for us to like connect with each other and have a water cooler conversations, we have a literal water cooler channel on our Slack. And non-work banter is what we share there. Pictures of your pets, of your coffee, of home projects, of what you do on the weekend, whatever, right? Well, so on this day, we were onboarding new people and Abby thought, hey, we all have pets. Every team member has a pet. So I want you in the water cooler to go take a picture of your pet right now and go share it in the water cooler channel. So I'm like at my desk and I see the notification. I was like, okay, fine. So I get my phone and I go downstairs to go take a picture of Toby, who was our dog who we've had since 2012. Eddie passed away in 2020. So Toby's who we had left. And he's just a little bit of a jerk dog. Like, You know, so we're just all kind of living in the same house together, but not like cohabitating. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I go downstairs to take a picture and I go to his dog bed where he always is. He spends 99.9% of his time there and he's not there. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's going potty. So I wait, I look around the house. Maybe he's like laying in my closet. Can't find him anywhere. Brian comes up from upstairs and I'm like, hey, did you let Toby out or something? Like he's not coming back inside because he's just not a linger. He doesn't like to stay outside. And Brian's like, oh, shit, I let him out a while ago. And I'm surprised he hasn't come back because he always barks at the door to get back in. So he goes and looks because he's also blind and deaf. And so sometimes he just will find him like randomly standing in the middle of the yard and like not know where he is. So Brian did the whole yard check, couldn't find him. Front yard, backyard, check the woods across the street. This goes on for a week. Can't find him. Still haven't found him. Don't know where he is. Don't know where he went. Don't know what happened to him. So literally the day that we're supposed to share pictures of our pets, I go back to the Slack channel and I go, so LOL, Toby's gone (laughs) and he hasn't come back. And that was like two months ago. 
Yeah, I felt like a jerk. And also, for the record, I did not necessarily mean go take the picture right now. So I've like fully expected you to like pull a picture up in your phone and you very much like had it in your brain. You have to go take the picture now, which honestly, if you hadn't done that, you wouldn't even have known he was missing until like hours later, much later. And you still didn't find him. And I just feel so guilty. But my goal was to try to get to know everybody's animals' names. And then I just made everyone sad. Because was sad. Like, my dog is missing. I know. It we was... checked everywhere. But what that means is for the first time since 2009, we are dog-free, which is kind of nice. It's kind of nice to have a break. Our floors are staying much cleaner. We're not having to let the dogs out. We have more space in our laundry room. And we're painting the living room now because... Toby had like scratched up the door frame by the back door. So I'm getting to paint that now and I get to get a living room rug soon. And so it's positives, but I've definitely been missing fur babies. Our neighbor has two new puppy huskies and they're so cute. And I got to meet them for the first time yesterday and give them some loves. And so I think I can go pet her puppies whenever I want. And we're just going to kind of take a break from pet ownership for the time being. Well, my heart still hurts for you. Since we've had the team start, not two months ago, but like in the last six months, we've had three missing pets. And one was recovered and found. One recovered and found. We're not. Two not. Those odds are not great. So (laughs) those odds are not great. If you know math, those odds are not great. (laughs) But anyway, I will say, if anything, it kind of aligns with one of them. (laughs) let me segue into (laughs) there really is no time like the present because you just never know i really never know on purpose i really didn't no 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 (laughs) i do want to give a couple housekeepings before we dive into this episode if you all didn't know we release some pretty incredible blog posts over at bossproject.com that break down some really insightful actionable steps for service-based business owners if you're looking to soar past your income ceiling if you're looking to develop a high-touch signature service if you're looking into hiring our softwares or teams we share a lot of great content over there on the website we're over on instagram as well i've been like kind of crushing it in the real game lately. So I would love for you to go look at my face, (laughs) watch the reels because the ones with my face perform better. So go watch those and go share them and go like them. And we're going to be having some more content coming out on a couple of new channels starting next week. So I can't wait for you all to see that too. I'm excited and very nervous, but I'm just excited. So I'm no. just excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. But I want to talk about timing because we're in this unique season. For those of you who aren't aware, we just had this incredible virtual conference and we just invited a new cohort of people to join us inside the incubator. The 2022 spring cohort. Were yeah. you a part of it? Are you going to be a part of it? Are you going to be a part of it? And so I want to talk about not only to that crew specifically, if you're in this consideration phase, I want to talk to you, but also just for those of you who have hesitated to make big decisions in your life. I really think that this is going to resonate with you because I have been in your shoes and I've also been through enough to know that I have very clear feelings about timing that I think a lot of you will benefit from hearing. I know so many of you feel like you're always looking towards the future. Like Emily, how vision 
future focused do you think you are? Oh, we ha- so much so that we had to get someone on the marketing team to actually worry about our day to day because I was already thinking of next month, next quarter, next summer. <laughs> and we're like, okay, but what are we saying today? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually been really helpful though. <laughs> Tremendously. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's really easy, I think, especially as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner to get in this future forward thinking mode all the time. It's been interesting because my spouse is so present minded, but he's literally wired that way. And as someone who's not wired that way, I have been envious of him, but also found like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why are you so worried about right now? (laughs) I don't understand it. But right now is already gone. (laughs) I know, but there's something to learn from them because ultimately, if you think about it, the past is the past. It's behind us. It's fleeting. It's gone. The future never really comes because we're always here right now. And then it's gone. And I just feel like so many people, myself included, can get so focused on later that there's never really any destination that you arrive to. Because you're always thinking about what's next? What's your new goal? What's your new aspiration? What's the next thing you're going to check off? Not that you have, like, I will say some of you will celebrate a win from time to time, but how often is it just a, you text your best friend or you tell your spouse, or it's like one night you have a nice dinner or. Well, how many times do people say like, I would have flipped if like five years ago, me could see me now. Yeah. Yeah. But then like when you get there, You just like glaze over it and move on to the next thing. And, you know, I've had to remind myself and have been told like a couple of times, like, and if you're not the praying type, that's fine. But how would your five years ago self feel about today? For me, this is the version I prayed for. This is the version I hoped for. This is the version I worked for. This is the version that I dreamed of. And now I'm here, but I'm really bad at celebrating being here. I'm just always thinking about what's what's next. 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 And I know I always will, because I'm an achiever, because I'm someone who cares about the future, I'm always going to crave accomplishment and success and belonging in some way. And I know, Emily, what would you say your top excuses are for not pursuing what you want? It's hard because I'm one of those people who I'll do it as soon as I'm confident that I know how to do it and that it can work. And so if I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, I will wait and stall and pause because I'm very much the person that's like, Like if anything in life or business, if a new idea is presented, I'm asking how and why, why are we actually doing this? And then how is it actually going to work? It's interesting that you say that. Cause when I think about like, why do I make excuses? I don't, it's not that I don't make excuses cause I for sure do, but usually it's not business related? Like I do it in other parts of my life, I guess. Like I do it. Like what? Give me one example. Well, you know, how often do you chase being a certain weight? And then like, oh, but I really like French fries. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so, you know, could I lose the weight? Do I know how to lose the weight? I mean, sure. But there's also other health things that come in the way. And then you like say, well, my thyroid's jacked up or like I'm struggling with inflammation. And so like, it's now really the right time to pursue it. 
you know, I feel like it's really easy to make excuses in that area. I'm less likely to make excuses in the business than I am in other areas of my life. But for a lot of you, I have seen every excuse in the book. (laughs) And it's fine. I get it. Like life doesn't stop. And I think so often the message you're seeing on social media is like this. It's obviously like the icing on top. Like it is the most perfected version of everyone else's lives that you're really not seeing the shit storm behind the scenes. Like you're really not. Like occasionally you'll see, oh, so-and-so just separated from their spouse. Oh, so-and-so's kid has cancer. Oh, so-and-so just lost their dad to a heart attack. Oh, like they're blips though. Like it's really not, very rarely do you see the person who's really documenting all the hard things going on in their life. And if they do, I would guess because you're human that you will likely distance yourself from that person and from that message because it can be incredibly draining to be around someone who's like that, but also they're being way more honest than the majority. Well, and I also see, and I had a great conversation with someone that I want to share, but I also see like, okay, if we see other people, if we're going through hard things, like personally, physically, mentally, health-wise, whatever, and then we're trying to achieve things in work, right? In our business. And we look at other people and we're assuming and we're making assumptions that those people have more time in their day or they're able to achieve it more healthily or whatever it might be. And so therefore, I'm not going to be able to achieve the same things that that person does because I have limitations. And something that was really helpful with a friend slash client of ours, she reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and we deal with a couple of the same health issues. She has a couple of extra, but we both have endometriosis and we both had, have had surgery for it. And it's monthly, it is debilitating. And we've talked about how, and you and I have talked about this too, of how we honestly could not have traditional jobs because of the health issues that we do have. And we are so freaking thankful that we've created this and that y'all are here and our team is here and that we have each other. And I could cry about that all day long. And I do on the monthly. (laughs) This friend and client of ours reached out to me and said, Hey, cause she's also a writer and I do a lot of writing here for boss project and consider myself a writer. And she said, Hey, when you have your writing days or as you go about your work day for like every day this week, would you mind sending me like what you achieve in a day? I just think that I'm comparing my day to people like you. And I'm assuming you're just getting so much stuff done. And from the outside, it does look like we are so productive because we share the highlights, right? The, Hey, remember about this and this new piece of content and this promotion. And I painted my living room. Oh, and we have this. And it feels like all of those things are happening constantly. Right. And so I love a day in the life. Like it's one of my favorite things to ever share and ever do. And so I absolutely signed up and actually, did it for two weeks. I did one whole week where I was like, here's just what I'm doing every single day. But then the next week I just broke down when I was writing, what did I actually write in that time frame? And it gave her so much perspective. And the feedback she gave me specifically about writing was, oh my gosh, like in two to three hours, you wrote like X amount of stuff. Like maybe it was social posts, or maybe it was a couple emails, or maybe it was half of a sales page. She was like, that's like, about what I get done in that same amount of time frame. I'm just assuming you wrote like 10 emails and a sales page and social media post in one setting. And I said, LOL, no, like I don't have the capacity to do that. 
And it's not because of my health. It's because I'm a human and time and thing activities take a while. Yeah. And like, why are we assuming other people are superhuman? Right. And like, right. they're capable of so much more than us. Right. I mean, not that some people aren't more efficient. Absolutely. People are more efficient. Also, there is absolutely ableist conversations happen in every everything we're talking about here even just writing like I know there's a member of our audience you know she can only communicate via typing and when she tries to talk like it is a struggle and I've carried a full conversation with this woman and she is like absolutely fucking incredible and I just consider all the time that like we carry so much privilege and your privilege for being able-bodied can come in all shapes and sizes. And even if you have a chronic condition, it may only show up in one area. Like it's not always going to affect everything, but even still, even when we have circumstances, I don't want to discount circumstances because I think it can be very incredibly hurtful to not say that some things are just going to be distracting or that some things are going to mean that you have to operate differently. Absolutely, they do. And I also (laughs) think like, you know, every hype, every popular conversation or trend has its pros and cons, right? And right now we are in a trend that I think is mostly positive. It does have some cons though of the conversation of like recognizing all of the mental health aspects that a small business owner can have, that a woman can have, that a person can have, right? And we've been talking about ADD and ADHD and anxiety and imposter syndrome and literally everything else, right? And I often think that it's really easy for someone who has some of those things, because I have some of those things, to blame those things for everything, right? When in reality, you're also a whole ass human that has preferences and picks up some things easier than other people that likes, you know, some like, for example, my mom wants to be a writer. She loves reading. She's a creative person. She would love nothing more to be a writer for her to do the same amount of writing that I do would take her like weeks that I can do in a morning because it's not an innate skill that she has. She doesn't like doing it. She wants to do it, but doesn't like it. She wants to do it, but she's not that great at it. She's not efficient at it. And it's not because of any ADD. She does have ADD. It's not because of that. It's just because of her as a human who has preferences and skill sets that are different than mine. And I think we can put so much weight and meaning behind certain behaviors or tendencies or reasons or delays when in reality, like you are just a person sometimes. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more 
Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the only all-in-one website platform we use and recommend to our clients. Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell your products and services all in one place. Visit squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace has professional website templates with designs for nearly every category and use case. Start with a flexible template, then customize it to fit your unique needs. With Squarespace extensions, you can connect your website to vetted third-party tools to fully customize your website exactly the way you want it. Whether you sell services, products, or digital items, Squarespace has the tools you need for your online store. You can now host your videos on Squarespace and show them on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your videos with member areas. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash boss project. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. I'm all for making adjustments to accommodate That's literally what I'm saying here. But what I get frustrated with is I've watched so many people just let their circumstances control their reality to the point that they feel faced with no other choice than to either suffer or trudge through it and not really paint an opportunity for growth and prosperity and In success. Way that works for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because our business, if I'm being completely honest with ourselves, our business has looked every shape and size you can imagine with every team and amount of support you can imagine. And when I've had more issues with my health, it is absolutely look different. When I had more issues with family, it absolutely looked different. And 
we made adjustments to accommodate those things. And so I want you to think about, okay, I realize life isn't ever going to stop. It's going to keep throwing me wild cards. But I want to remind you because I, and I'm confident in this, but I'm confident more than ever that I can accommodate to keep my priorities in alignment. I can create a work environment that I thrive in. I can build a business that's successful, not in spite of, but the aids in me having the healthy space I need to prosper. If I need to freaking lay down of a morning, like it's not going to hurt anything because I built a business that allows for some flexibility there. Does it mean I still have to work? Yeah. Like it's not one or the other. I just have built in the flex. And I know at the root of this, a lot of it comes from spending so much time worrying about making everyone else comfortable that like, I think in a lot of ways, when you run a business, you tend to be inclined to run it in the way that would be acceptable to more people because then you're like less worried about judgment and like a million and one other things. You know, if people knew the amount of time I worked in a day when I was in active recovery from my brain injury... I think if I had made that more public, we would have gotten a lot more flack about how much money we were still making in spite of all of those things. Yeah. But y'all guess what? We didn't shut down our business because we had to drastically cut our hours. We pivoted how we were functioning in our business. Right. (laughs) Like, like literally we changed how we sold. We changed how we showed up and like, it was all good and it was all fine. And I think if we really think about what we want, we can build something that surrounds us in that. And I just know for me in the same way, Emily mentioned, like we wouldn't operate in a traditional workforce. I know because of the circumstances I face, if I had been in a traditional work environment, when everything happened, I would have been put on disability. And knowing the history with my family, more than likely I would have been put on long-term disability. And like just the mental load of something like that versus building something that supports you, mind, body, soul, financially, all of the things. Like, I just think there's really no freaking excuses. Like I just, and I, I mean, maybe I do get, there are, And I appreciate this for you. And I'm so grateful that some of you get to this point where if you needed to shut it all down and completely rely on a partner or someone else in your life to support you financially, that you have that ability. But not everyone has that. Not everyone has that. Not everyone has that. And so I know for me, I spent my entire career as the breadwinner in my family. And this being a sole provider, like the hat you put on of like, you got to figure it out regardless. I never put that down. And so I just want to think about like, how can we look at today 
and look at the opportunities and get excited about building something that supports us for who we are in the season we are in now, instead of using our circumstances and excuses to not start or to not move forward. Yep. I mean, I, I distinctly remember the conversations because we've had them multiple times because we're two people bringing two human lived experiences to this business as co-founders that we've brought each other to the table and said, we need to change how we're doing this right now because it's not working for me right now. And then we change and we grow and we live through that for six months, for a year, for two, whatever it looks like. And then we come back to the table and say, okay, I'm re-energized and I'm feeling better and I have control over this. I'm ready to grow. How do you feel? Right. We're checking in with each other, but you're not having that conversation with yourself and you're not having that conversation with people that you can trust in your community, in your space and in this business world. And you're allowing your brain to have that conversation with the devil and the angel, right? Mm -hmm. Of figuring out what's the worst that could happen instead of figuring out how can I make this the best scenario for myself right now? Mm -hmm. I just think there's so much, and I want to put a really positive spin on this because I think it's really easy to get like list every reason why we can't. Like it's so easy to make that list. And if you wanted me to make a list right now, today, of all the things I'm facing, Mm -hmm. I absolutely could. And I think you would be the Lord with the amount in my way. But at this point, I'm like, oh, that's why I'm going to succeed because I am going to shape something that surrounds me and supports me in this season. And I want you to know that other people are going through hard things and are choosing to use that as their fuel and choosing to show up. Because if I had used all the reasons why I shouldn't start, I would not be where I am today. I've started again and again and again and again and again. And I showed up in so many seasons that others would have let it all go. And I just think that is a really slippery slope. And so I just to give you some perspective, and this isn't even everything, this is just like a fraction. Okay. (laughs) But I want you to have some perspective because it's really easy to say, well, my circumstances don't allow me to have the things you have. And maybe, okay. But I want you to know this isn't all. Yeah. This isn't the mission of why aren't you working hard enough to make a million dollar business? I don't give two shits how much money your business makes. That's up to you. That's your business. I can help you reach the goals that you define, but you get to decide. This isn't some sort of like, we'll just work hard and it will just work. It's being intentional about working through your circumstances, putting the, what is that like silly putty that you put in your hands that just like kind of oozes around your fingers? It's like goopy slime, whatever. My kid has it all the time. Every birthday party, she brings it home. And I'm like, who invented this and why is it in my house? But she has it and she plays with it for like a day. Picture your business as that slime in your hand. And as it goes around your finger and runs over here and shapes to the shape of your hand. And if you move your fingers, it moves. That's your business. That's what I'm asking you to build. This isn't just a permanent thing. No, it's not a permanent structure. Like, can you build a permanent structure as a business? You can. 
I find that for most people that requires that they become owner only and like remove themselves from the business. Cause more often than not, you're not going to in every season be able to function in a business that looks one way all the time. But if you want to build a business that has that flexibility, that is focused on life first, that allows you to prioritize the things that you want and need in your life then you're going to build a business that allows you to continue to grow in spite of your circumstances, or maybe even because of your circumstances. Because of them. How about Um, that? Because your circumstances often give you new perspective on what isn't working for you in that season. And instead of using that to give up, let's think about how can we make reasonable accommodations for these things that give us the space to be a healthy, whole human being. I think my business every single time I have to go into the hot tub in the middle of the day because my insides are revolting. I think my business every single time I have to sleep in a little bit because my brain and my body are so worn out. I think my business so much for shaping itself and evolving itself to serve me every single day. Yeah. I built a business while recovering from a brain injury. I built a business while my parents were going through a horrible divorce, still are, still Mm -hmm. horrible. I built a business while being a full-time caregiver for my 95-year-old grandmother that lives with us full-time. I built a business while in the middle of moving, while renovating a house, while renovating a lot of a house. Well, I built a business because I wanted to honor that my life was more important. And that has absolutely meant a million and one things. It has meant... Some weeks I work 10 hours a week. It's meant sometimes I'm showing up full time and training a staff to really support me in seasons where I can't fully be there. It has meant some days that I'm working when I don't feel my best, but it also means I'm taking breaks to honor my body and give my head space to heal. And I just, if I had said no, Like every time I had a new circumstance, if I had said, you know what, I can't do it because of, instead of I'm going to build it because of, I just really think I wouldn't be where I am today. I definitely wouldn't be as financially stable. I definitely wouldn't be set up for retirement the way I am. I definitely wouldn't be living in the house I am or with the current support system in my life. Those things wouldn't have existed because they weren't handed to me. And no one was like, oh, no, here's a successful business. And now you just run the thing. Or here's a job. Do the job. I built the job around what was happening. And so often, sure, we didn't, (laughs) we don't typically publicize I'm going through hard shit right now. Hi. I'm taking new clients because I'm going through hard shit. Like, okay, I'm not saying you have to be this new, like transparent, vulnerable version of yourself. If you want to be, there's definitely some benefits to being vulnerable with the people in your life and your audience and your potential clients. But more often than I think you realize, I showed up with a smile on my face and did what I needed to do. But it wasn't like trudging through it all the time. No, no. And it wasn't about faking it either. It's about showing up for the thing that's also showing up for you. It's a give take. The business gives if you give. Yeah. 
So I want to just empower you that there is literally never, ever going to be a perfect time for any, any of this. I mean, all of you have something. You may not have the laundry list that I have or the same set of circumstances, but even if these were like mostly positive things, like you having kids in school or you having a spouse that works outside the home or you being a parent in this still pandemic world. Hi, it fucking sucks. Yeah. So it's not always like this detrimental circumstance. Sometimes it's, it's just normal everyday things that do stand in your way, but like, let's use them instead of like being in the way Let's, you know, be like that slime ball that like molds around it. <laughs> That's the visual I want you all to leave with. <laughs> I'm picturing it as lime green. It's in the hand. This isn't a cookie cutter approach. This isn't about powering through it. This isn't about, you know, working and hustling and grinding it out. Because no. I never did that. No, never. Not once. Not a single moment. <laughs> if, if anything, it was, I need a day. I'll pick it up tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 And that has worked so incredibly well. And I just really genuinely do not see people talking about what it's like to build now because starting now is the only time you have. Like the future. That's it. It's not coming. You're always going to be in the present. And so let's figure out what does your business need to look like today for the season you're in today. And if you face a new circumstance in the future, then we'll make reasonable accommodations in the future. But we can't keep making 75 plans and variations that may never come to fruition. And especially if you are... I'm not saying like a doomsday prepper, but like if you're like <laughs> <For> your business <laughs> and you're considering all the reasons why you can't and assuming all the reasons you're going to fail, then obviously you're going to, it's like driving and say, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree. Like you can't operate that way. You have to be like, okay, I see and recognize the thing here. Here's what I'm going to do and making the plan. And doing it a day at a time, a baby step at a time. And I would love, Emily and I would love nothing else. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, if you're building, if you're like in this space of burnout and you're like, damn, like I know there's got to be a way to make some accommodations in my business, to make better processes, to make better systems, to have a better support team surrounding me, whether that's actual physical humans on your team or just more support in your life to back yourself up when you're not working or maybe when you are working and they're doing stuff for you. I want to partner with you on that. And I want to be there for you as someone who's been through it, going through it constantly. We want to support you. We want to invite you to be a part of the incubator because there is no better time. You're going to continue to face new obstacles and I want you to be on a path where you wake up five years from now and be like, damn, that is what I dreamt of. That is what I was working towards. And I make intentional steps every day. And sometimes I had to do a little pivot, a little dance, a little jig in the middle. Sure. A little two-step. Little two-step. <laughs> left, right, left. Okay, got it? Yeah. Like, you're going to have to do that. But you can do it with support. And Team Boss Project is here to support you and we are ready to support you. 
because we want you to be successful. We want you to see opportunities and we want to invite you to be a part of this movement. So if you're interested and you went through a virtual conference and you're ready, then send us a DM over at Boss Project. If you have not yet heard about the incubator and you want to hear more about how you can build a business life first, then I encourage you to go to bossproject.com slash incubator, I think. Sure, <laughs> try that. <laughs> if for some reason that link doesn't work, send us a DM and we will get you set up because I want to see you inside. I want to support you through this and I want you to know that we're here for you.